Hi, my name is Kate Finan, and welcome to the first episode of the Boozy Traveller Show. A show about all things booze and travel related. Today, I'm going to be talking about the almost year I spent living in Germany. Before I get into that, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm 23 years old and I'm from Dublin, Ireland. I enjoy traveling and going out with my friends, which led to the creation of this show. My other hobbies include photography and writing. So if you like this show, make sure to check out the Boozy Traveller blog and Instagram for some more exciting content. I'm currently getting my Masters of Science in Digital Marketing from Dublin City University's Business School. I hold a Bachelor of Arts degree in Marketing and Psychology from Newth University in Ireland. And that takes me into what I'm going to be talking about today. During my undergraduate degree, I spent an almost year living in Germany. For my third year, I attended the University of Mannheim in the south of Germany as part of the Erasmus program. I lived in the city centre of Mannheim. I spent the year travelling and partying with people from all over the world, with some study thrown in here and there. But before I get into that, let me start from when I chose to move to Germany. I had always dreamed of living abroad from the time I was a child, but I never knew where. When I finished school, a friend and I travelled to Berlin for a weekend away at the end of September. That is when I fell in love with Germany. We ended up arriving for the beginning of Oktoberfest. The atmosphere and excitement of the German people for the festival was contagious, and I knew I wanted to go back at some point. When I was in second year, the time to apply for the study abroad programme came around. I looked at all the universities that offered me the option of studying marketing and psychology through English, since I don't speak German, and Mannheim was one of the only universities in Europe which offered me the combination through English. It felt like it was meant to be. The moment I sent in my application, the excitement began. I found a place to live a few weeks later after getting a referral from another girl who went to my university and everything felt like it was just falling into place. I moved to Germany in August of 2019. I moved into an apartment with nine other people. That's right, nine. There was a mix of Irish, French, Australian and Moroccan. I moved there about two weeks before the semester started, just so I could get settled in. This was one of the hottest summers that Germany had ever experienced. And so, the first few weeks consisted of going swimming every day and having drinks every night with my new housemates. When the semester started, me and my housemates began travelling around Germany, having explored our little city of Mannheim. We booked a trip with Uniflucht, a travel agency for students that operates and is based in Europe. They took us to Nockenstein, which is the inspiration for the Disney castle. It's a German castle that they built the Disney castle based off. The architecture was amazing. We wandered around the grounds for hours, taking it all in. On the way back, we stopped at another location, the Highline 179. Now, while we knew we were stopping at another location on the way back, we didn't really know where. We just figured it was going to be another site in Germany, like Nuckenstein. The Highline 179 is a wire bridge that connects the castle ruins of Ehrenberg with Fort Claudia. We walked across the bridge and could see the drop below us, which was terrifying. I am not afraid of heights. I have never been afraid of heights, but I felt my stomach drop when I looked down. After walking across the bridge, my friends and I went for a drink. Because what else would you expect from the boozy traveller? 
This is where we learned that we were actually in Austria, not Germany. It turns out we had crossed the border without even being aware that we had crossed the border. That's the crazy thing about mainland Europe. When you're from such a small country, a small island like Ireland, you can go to another country so easily in mainland Europe. In Ireland, we have to fly pretty much everywhere. A couple of weeks later, after ending up in Austria, we went to Oktoberfest in Mainz. Accommodation was so expensive since the festival was on that we decided to get an early morning train to Mainz and a late night train back to Mannheim. We arrived in Mainz at 10am, already tipsy. We walked to the crowds in the train station. The atmosphere was already great. Music was being played by someone in the crowd, so everyone was dancing as we walked. It felt like a travelling rave. That's the only way I can describe it. The scene at the entrance of the festival was hilarious. There were hundreds of people chugging their drinks before entering the festival. It did not feel like 10am in the morning. When we entered the festival, we went straight for the rides. Fun fact for those of you who haven't been to Germany or haven't spent a lot of time in Germany. Germany is obsessed with Ferris wheels. There's literally one at every event I went to. They're at the Oktoberfest, the Christmas markets, mini wine festivals, at the carnival, everywhere. I can guarantee you will see a Ferris wheel. Anyway, at Oktoberfest, we spent the day going on the Ferris wheel, other rides, and chugging beer, because what else would you be doing at Oktoberfest? That night, we went to a club. German clubs are amazing. I highly recommend. The music is a vibe, and they stay open so late compared to Ireland. After the club, it was time for the train home. I've never been in a more chaotic situation than me and my friends trying to get to the train. We were running around like a bunch of headless chickens. We were all running in random directions while the not sober but more sober of my friends tried to round us up. Surprisingly, we made it onto the train and we all passed out on the journey home. Throughout the rest of the semester, we travelled to many other places in Germany, including Speyer, Wiesbaden, Heidelberg, Nuremberg and Frankfurt. Speyer and Frankfurt had amazing views. Wiesbaden was the cutest little town. Nuremberg was amazing to see. I'm a massive history nerd, and so seeing the Nazi rally grounds was so interesting, as well as heartbreaking. We also returned to Mainz. However, we didn't plan very well. We went to Mainz on a Monday, without realising everything in Mainz closes on a Monday, and so we couldn't see any of the sights or even go for a drink. However, that day ended up being one of my best memories from Erasmus. My three best friends from Erasmus and I bought sandwiches from a corner shop and sat by the River Rhine for hours, just talking and playing music. It was such a lovely, unexpected day, and I will cherish that memory for the rest of my life. A few weeks later, the Christmas market started. For those of you who have never been to a Christmas market before, I strongly recommend it. Christmas markets take place all over Germany. The tradition has also spread to other countries. For example, Edinburgh is quite popular for its Christmas markets. However, in my opinion, German markets are still the best. I went to the Christmas markets in Mannheim, Heidelberg and Dortmund. They were so fun and festive. I had never had mulled wine before moving to Germany. I didn't think I would like it. Hot wine sounded strange and disgusting to me, but I was pleasantly surprised. It doesn't taste like the wine I know. I expected it to taste like normal wine, but just boiled. That was not the case. It's a very comforting beverage. The markets also had amazing decorations and rides. I have never felt so content 
as sitting on a Ferris wheel, of course, of course there was a Ferris wheel, with a mulled wine while looking over the city lights. While I enjoyed all of the markets, the Dorman one was definitely my favourite. It was the biggest event and the decorations were incredible. Fun fact, the Dortmund Christmas Market has the tallest Christmas tree in the world. It stands at 45 metres high and weighs 40 tonnes. It is also decorated with 48,000 lights. That's right, 48,000. It has starred at Dortmund's Christmas Market for the last 20 years. Despite how much I enjoyed the Christmas markets over there, I unfortunately couldn't stay in Germany over Christmas. Funds were running low and so I came home to Ireland for six weeks while my university was shut. I got my old job back and saved up for the second semester. I headed back to Mannheim in early February for the second semester. It was strange going back as most of my friends were only studying there for a semester and so they were not returning for the second semester. Our friend group had gotten a whole lot smaller. However, the great thing about Erasmus is that everyone wants to make friends. And so within a few days, there were new friend groups forming. I became friends with a group of students from the UK. We really bonded when we went to the Carnival together. Carnival is a Catholic festive season that occurs before the liturgical season of Lent. Despite its religious background, it is basically just a massive street festival. My new friends and I attended the festival in both Mainz and Ludwigshaven. After a few too many beers and mulled wines, we were the best of friends. We all wore costumes and danced in the streets together. However, we were majorly underdressed. Quick tip, if you are going to a festival in Germany, go all out because the Germans do. I wore a ladybug hairband with a red top and black jeans. I thought I looked fine. My housemates wore yellow and black with bumblebee hairbands. However, we were massively underdressed. German people were skipping through the streets in head-to-toe bejeweled costumes. I felt like I was in a competitive Halloween party. In the best way. The next two weeks consisted of travelling and drinking. We travelled to Bruges and Brussels in Belgium on a day trip. Unfortunately, we didn't get to do much or experience Bruges as much as I would have liked to. We only really got to walk around. Our bus stopped there from 7am to 10am and nothing there really opens until about 10.30am. Luckily, it was a beautiful morning and we got to wander the streets for a few hours, taking in the canals and their beautiful cobblestone streets. In Belgium, we had more time. We visited a chocolate museum and a beer museum, which were amazing. I got to sample a selection of different beers. It felt like a dream, as I am the boozy traveller. Also, when they say... What they say about Belgian chocolate is true. The chocolate was amazing. It melted in my mouth. It was gorgeous. While I enjoyed my time there, one day did not feel like enough. I planned to go back a few weeks later. However, unfortunately, the universe had different plans. All the fun came to an end on March 12th, when me and my friends got an email from the University of Mannheim at around 10pm at night, informing us that classes had been cancelled for the next two weeks. I remember it like it was yesterday. Me and some friends were having drinks when we got the email. We couldn't believe it. We had heard of coronavirus, but we thought it would be like an Ebola situation where, in Europe anyway, there would be a few cases and people would panic, but eventually it would blow over. However, it quickly became clear that this was not the case. 
Within the next few days, more and more of my friends started to fly home to their home countries. Two of my friends and I originally planned to stay for the two weeks. However, one of those friends was from the UK. Within a week, students from the UK were told that if they did not return home, they would not be insured if they, God forbid, got sick. And so my friend went home. At this point, it had been two weeks since the university had closed and there were no signs of in-person classes returning. With just the two of us left, both of us from Dublin, and the announcement that the flights to Ireland would no longer be flying past the 30th of March, we decided to go home. We booked the second last flight out of Germany and quickly packed up our apartments. Once the flight was booked, I was not worried about getting home. However, I still nearly got stuck in Germany. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Frankfurt Airport, but their security is a bit different to other airports. There are different securities for different gates. All the shops and restaurants are before security, and so if you want to drink or bite to eat, you have to do so before security. So before me and my friend headed through the security gates, we went to get lunch. We gave ourselves 40 minutes to get through security. Keep in mind that at the security, we could see our gate. We thought we had plenty of time, but it was not. When going through the security, my hand luggage tested positive for explosives. That's right, explosives. At first I thought it would be fine. They would probably do a quick check, maybe get me to open my bags and I would be on my way. However, this was not the case. The security man told me he had to call the German police who would take about 20 minutes to get there. While we waited, my friend spent the time laughing and texting our group chat about how I was going to get stranded in Germany by myself during a global crisis. I was not very amused. 20 minutes went by and the police were still nowhere to be seen. At this point, it was about five minutes until our flight was due to take off. The security man told my friend to get on the plane without me because I wasn't going to make it. My friend quickly stopped laughing and didn't know what to do. I told him to get on the flight because there was no point in both of us getting stuck or stranded in Germany indefinitely. Now I was really panicking. There was a very real possibility that I wasn't getting home. Eventually the German police arrived, guns and all. As someone from a country where guns are very uncommon, the majority of police here do not even have guns. I got low-key scared. They searched my bags all while looking at me suspiciously. Eventually they discovered that the explosives that had caused such mayhem in my luggage were actually my hair straightener. All that stress and panic over a hair straightener. After rushing to repack my bag, I ran to the gate. Luckily, there was an airport employee waiting for me there as I was the last aboard. We ran through the gate and onto the shuttle bus. My friend was waiting for me on the shuttle bus along with six other passengers. When I first got on, I thought, oh, we must be those annoying people everyone hates for holding up the flight. However, it turned out that we were the whole flight. That's right, there were only eight people on that flight. When we boarded, my friend and I had booked seats at the back of the flight, and so we sat at the back of the flight. After about two minutes, a flight attendant came over to us and told us that we had to move to the middle of the plane with the other passengers. When we asked why, she told us that it was for weight distribution. How terrifying is that? That eight people on a plane can make an issue for the balance of the plane. We moved and thankfully the plane didn't fall out of the sky and we got home in the end. I loved my time in Germany, despite its abrupt end. 
the towns, the festivals and the friends I made, made an almost year I will never forget. For anyone ever thinking of travelling to Germany, I highly recommend it. You will not regret it. Danke schon for listening to this episode of Busy Traveller Show. I hope you tune in next time. If you like what you heard, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Have a great day and stay boozy.